So my name, my name is Alexa Chung. I know the influence, I know the impact, and I know the vibes. And there we go, guys. It's time for me to get in bed. This has been fun. Hey, it's Nikki Jensen. And Brie Picconi. And we're... Late to the Party, a weekly podcast about film, fashion, and pop culture from two best friends mentally getting ready to ruin our best friend's wedding in 2011. Yeah. Um, But yeah, today we are here with our lovely producer, producer for Herdat Media and our lovely podcast, Grace Dunbar. Hey, Grace. Hey, Grace. Hey. Thanks for having me on. Uh, Yeah, it's been a long time coming. It really has. (laughs) But yeah, today we are talking about the 2011 film Bridesmaids, starring Kristen Wiig and Maya Rudolph, and directed by Paul Feig, which I know this is like a touchstone movie for Brie and I's friendship. Mm-hmm. Um, what is your relationship with Bridesmaids? So my relationship with the film, it came out in 2011, so I would have been starting middle school, and I was way too young to be watching this rated R film. But I was always a fan of Kristen Wiig, and so I think that's why I watched it. And it has been a stable film for, what, over 10 years for me. Nice. Yeah. No, oh, my God. It's funny that you mentioned middle school, though, because I'm having a memory now of Brie and I going to the movies to see this. Yeah. And being like, please don't card us. Please don't card <laughs> us. I mean, looking back now, I don't think it's as raunchy as it could. Not. I mean, the opening scene, I guess. was not appropriate for a middle schooler but the rest of it it's like funny and lighthearted. yeah for sure if you ever get a chance though to watch the um some of the deleted scenes it could have been a way raunchier film speaking of deleted you know paul rudd was supposed to be in the movie yes have you seen that deleted scene i have the ice skating that's That's wild wild. my gosh it's so funny and i wonder why they just cut his whole character I don't know if it's because I've seen this movie so many times, so I'm kind of blinded by that edit. But like the Paul Rudd Christian Wig bit seems like in a different movie, like it entirely. Kind of, yeah. It's a little. I feel like it's a little much. Like at first, it seems like he's super nice and seems like he could be in competition with like the cop guy that she likes. But then it takes a turn and it gets. Yeah, it's like a little too over the top. Like I feel like whoever cut the movie did a good job because it could have been. almost too far yeah a little out of place and she already had two love interests so she didn't need a third true like she has like two polar opposites she has like john ham which is like the ultimate yes like douchebag and then chris o'dowd who's just a sweet irish cop (laughs) you said you're a fan of Kristen wig did you watch her on like snl and yeah i yeah that's where i think i discovered her and all those people during like the 2010s. But I mean, I went through a phase where I watched all of her movies, all of them that I could get my hands on. But obviously Bridesmaids was like the first one. And I was like, yes, I really like her. I'm a huge Kristen Wiig fan. Just like that SNL cast. It's like the yeah. perfect cast, in my opinion. I, I agree. Yeah, I'm, I'm so sad that all of my favorites have moved on, which I guess you can't stay on that show forever. Unless no, except for Keenan Thompson. Thompson. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But um, yeah, I think in Maya Rudolph, I don't know if she was ever part of the cast SNL, but she was. Yeah, um, she was? Okay. <laughs> she was. And 
I know Melissa McCarthy has been on there a lot, so it just like makes sense. This was my intro to Melissa McCarthy. I didn't watch Gilmore Girls before Bridesmaids or anything, so this was seeing her as Suki like years <laughs> later blew my mind. I know, it was a little jarring. <laughs> I feel like a lot of times Melissa plays very similar characters, like in Tammy. Mm-hmm. I think you guys talked about that. Yeah, I'm, yeah. So funny. She's hilarious, though. I love her. And she did a lot, I guess, of improv for this movie, too. Like, they kept a lot of oh my God, scenes so that she improv Yeah. Yes. It's, like, crazy, too, to think, you know, Kristen Wiig, I know, and her writing partner on this, Annie Momolo? Yeah. Momolo? Momolo. Yeah. Momolo probably. Um, and Melissa McCarthy. Uh, they all did the Groundlings. Yeah. So that's, like, an improv group in L.A. Yes, I actually went and saw a show at the Groundlings. Really? How was it? It was so good. I think this was like 2016-ish, but we went to LA and I was like, I have to go see a Groundlings show because there's so many actors that came from there and I love improv. So yeah, I definitely recommend if you go to LA. For sure. Have you done improv, Grace? I've done acting classes throughout high school and college, but... Never really in front of an audience. So, no. I think you have. you have. Brie and I took five, like, up to 501 in improv. Yeah. Like, right after college. <laughs> Level. Okay. And did you enjoy it? I would say for the most part. There were some ups and downs, but. Have you seen the movie Don't Think Twice with Mike Birbiglia? No. Well, if you ever watch that movie, it's all about an improv troop and it's they hit the nail on the head with the culture for sure really yeah that's funny yeah I think Kristen Wake got her start doing improv in college because and then that it just took off from there so it's kind of crazy love to see it I love all those like SNL backstories mm-hmm. and there is such like a like a pedigree that like comes out of the groundlings where it's just like you know that they don't make no junk. You're going to get like a Will Ferrell or a Kristen Wiig from someone from the Groundlings. Yes. So funny. And I think Annie Mumolo was at the Groundlings. Did you say that? You yes. Have. Yeah. Okay. Have you seen Barb and Star yes. too? Yes. Just, yes. Okay. I have. That's such a silly show. It, oh, my yeah. God. I didn't think that people were like watching it for real. I thought it was kind of like a joke movie. But... Some of those one-liners are so crazy. So funny. But I don't, you know, I don't know if it's because I feel like Bridesmaids raised me in a way. But I'm Bridesmaids and Barb and Star, just like my humor to a T. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know how to describe that, like, brand of humor. It's like, I don't know. I don't know. (laughs) But Kristen Wiig is mother. It's Kristen Wiig. Yeah. She really is. She was in Rudolph. Yeah. Yeah, she was in. Have you seen Mother with Jennifer Lawrence? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Kristen Wiig has a very short cameo in that. And I did like, she? I yeah. didn't catch that. Yeah, it, she was one of the villains that came in oh. and was ordering people to execute. Vaguely remember this. Yeah. That okay. movie is so crazy. Like I know. I didn't like it. <laughs> weird turn. I didn't either. I enjoyed it, but it's one of those movies that. I feel like there's a series of like Nikki watches a film on edibles. Oh, really? So, yeah. Like mother is probably not the one to watch, but 
I went through a phase where every movie I was like, let me just have a little gummy. That's so funny. I mean, I've done that before. So (laughs) I I think there's an, I don't think you need an edible to watch mother because it's already a trip. Yeah. It really, it disturbed me. Yeah. I would like to rewatch it though. Maybe I'll get a different message. I don't know. Maybe keep just to see Kristen Wiig. I would, I would watch it, you know? Yeah. Just fast forward to Kristen Wiig. Yeah. Honestly, her clip is probably on YouTube. So you don't have to watch the whole thing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Phew. Yeah. I really don't want to go through that again. (laughs) Well, before we get into the weeds, um, just a little plot synopsis of Bridesmaids. So the story centers on Annie, played by Kristen Wiig, who suffers a series of misfortunes after being asked to serve as maid of honor for her best friend Lillian, played by Maya Rudolph. And you meet the group of gals, the bridesmaids, and hijinks ensue. Yep. Which montage? I know in the previous episode, you talked about liking montages. And one of my favorite scenes in this film is a montage where we meet the wedding party. Yes. Just like a quick breakdown, who is who, what's everyone like. I just love that scene. Which kudos to Wig and um, Annie Momolo. Momomolo. Momolo. I'm going to butcher that every <laughs> single time. Uh, Annie. Um, the, the script is so well written. Mm-hmm. It's just like all that exposition. It's It's just right. I agree. Yeah. And I wonder how much improv was just in that one montage i feel like obviously melissa probably improv so much you know with like what falling off a cruise ship and yeah the dolphins dolphins. like no way they just had that written down yeah i think they made him like do a bunch of takes and maybe just kept i think there was like what was written and then they would do like some improv Mm -hmm. after just to see but yeah. Which I love that style of comedy, like that it's almost Judd Apatowian style mm-hmm. of like the late 2000s, early 2010s, where it was just like, I know that Kristen Wiig, this script started because Judd Apatow was like, you should write something. Yeah. And which happened for Amy Schumer for Trainwreck and a lot of other Apatow films. But I just love, I love that. Yeah. Like he sees like, something. Yeah. Yeah, and like you're gonna write it, and then we're gonna improv and do our thing. Mm-hmm. It's cool. Yeah, which I love Judd Apatow, and his daughters are in films, so that's a very talented family for sure. And his wife is Leslie Mann. Yeah, so cool. <laughs> what? Yeah, so who is like my mom in my head? I feel like she's <laughs> been in every. So good. I don't know. I love her. Yeah, I think a lot of times she plays the same character too. Just the, yeah. the mom. Yes. Maybe that's why. <laughs> that's why, yeah, honestly. But yeah, so the film opens, like we were talking about, with Kristen Wiig and John Hamm in one of the most awkward sex scenes in movie yeah. history. It's so aggressive. And it just it keeps is. going. It's like, okay. <laughs> and it could have gone on longer if you've seen the yeah. We the had to like stop. <laughs> I love when she does the walk of shame and climbs over the gate. Yes. <laughs> and, opens and she's just like sitting up there awkwardly. I love her outfits, the blazers over everything that like 2010s business casual. Yeah. Look, 
I love also seeing characters in films that don't have that like cliched magazine job. It's mm-hmm. so funny to just see what random jobs people in movies have. We are meeting Kristen Wiig's character, Annie, at her surface level bottom. And then I think she just descends. Yeah. <laughs> it's like her friend is maybe at the peak or something. Like they're very in different yeah. places in that moment, I guess. Yes, absolutely. And I think one of the main themes of this movie is addiction, which I had to read about this because oh. I'm like, wait, what? But it was like an addiction to self-destructive behavior. I was like, oh, okay, oh. that makes a little sense. And feeling bad for yourself, you know, and she, having a pity party and having meltdowns. And, mm. you know, she meets Rhodes, the Irish. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. He's like trying to help her. Like, maybe you should bake. You should, you know, do stuff that makes you happy. And she's like, no, that's fun. <laughs> no. You know? Relatable, but, though. I know. I. Why do I relate <laughs> to Annie <laughs> so much? <laughs> It's like, no, I'd rather go back to the guy that treats me horribly, even though there's a man right here that's showing his love for me. So I was like, oh, addiction. That is literally a theme. Wow. For sure. And her mom visits all the AA meetings. <laughs> yes. It's like, you're not an addict. Where are you going? Oh, but I mean, like Fight Club style. Her mom is just going to these AA meetings to to get the tea, to feel something. To feel <laughs> Yes. Which I, did you know that the actress that plays the mom passed away? Yeah, Pat Carroll. Oh, I didn't yeah. know. Like, right, even before the film came out. And so oh. they, she had, a, I guess, a lot more raunchier scenes that they didn't want to include in the film just to kind of preserve. Oh, be respectful. Yeah. I believe this is true. You know what, like, who she is, right? Like, the voice? Her voice? Oh. You're yeah. go- you guys are going to gonna know ursula ursula the little mermaid oh, wait she's ursula Ooh, she's ursula that lady? uh-huh that sweet lady is ursula <laughs> that's crazy i did not know that huh. i hope that's true let's <laughs> <laughs> i felt like i read that last night and i my world stopped for a second but now that's i'm second true. guessing that's that's really wild which it's also I mean, I circle because melissa mccarthy isn't she the new oh yeah ursula? yeah she is wow I lied. <laughs> Nikki, you got us good. <laughs> I mean, I really like, wait a minute. <laughs> well, I really believe my own lie, too. So. You know, she died last year. Pat Carroll, rest in peace. Oh, okay. Um, no. Now, who is this woman? I feel very like, <laughs> <laughs> like I just disrespected this woman's legacy. <laughs> Her name was Jill Clayberg. <laughs> um and oh okay well okay claim to fame she is the mother of the one actress in was it american horror story coven that looked like stevie <gasps> nicks oh okay okay a little more sense you know she wasn't in a lot of movies that i've ever <laughs> I, I don't know this woman yeah i was gonna say i've don't think I've ever seen her in anything else. But no, this is like an all-star cast. Like everyone, the bridesmaids effect is like an actual thing people talk about. And it's more related. So like this movie started the whole female driven, like raunchy comedy genre pretty much. Mm -hmm. And it was such a box office success. But I feel like this movie just like, 
the hangover and it was kind of marketed as the female hangover mm-hmm. but like that film it spawned so many actors that are like beloved today like this was rebel wilson's first like film in the states oh was it really before pitch perfect i guess mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. the wow. year before wow good for her and honestly she looked very much like her on-screen brother yeah they're that so weird so funny I love I love that. I love Annie's roommates in this movie. Like they're so off putting but hilarious. It's so funny. And the the part where she reads her journal, she's like, uh-huh. I thought it was a very sad handwritten book. <laughs> and like, did you see the deleted scene where they're in the bathtub together? Yes, yeah, I did. <laughs> like that is so crazy. So uncalled for. Yeah. Have you had any crazy roommate situations? Not really. No, I got pretty lucky in school to be paired with someone that I liked and then kind of just sticking with them and staying in the friend group. So thankfully, no. Have you? That's good. No. Well, Bree's been my roommate a lot. Okay. Just throughout, you know, like we kind of just stuck together. Yeah. We're like, okay, we can be roommates. We work well together. Yeah. Let's just keep it that way. Yeah. That's the way to go. Yeah, but I have heard stories of people, especially like right out of college, who just have a random roommate. Mm-hmm. And it's always like a story like this where they're freaks. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if I could do that. I would need to know like friends of friends, at least, you know, mm-hmm. or just stick with the people, you know. Yeah, truly. Yeah. Um, or you get someone that's like maybe in love with their brother. Who gets tattoos of slugs <laughs> on their back? Oh my gosh. Yeah, that's such a good scene when she's like, maybe put a bag of peas on. <laughs> oh my God. Dumps the whole thing. And then the peas, like she opens the bag and <laughs> yes. the peas are falling on it instead of just leaving them in the bag and putting it on her back. Like it's oh so funny. So like, good. It had to be another improv moment. This movie, I feel like there's so many little moments like that that just make me laugh, like truly laugh throughout. Mm-hmm. truly i feel like the whole like engagement party scene oh my gosh yes is is just brilliant mm-hmm. and like we kind of touched on it but we're introduced to every single lady mm-hmm. and just one liner after one liner Absolutely. the whole scene and then can we talk about the wedding toast please wedding yeah toast, sorry, the- party yeah yeah the, the constant one-upping it's so good yeah. yeah, like Annie and what's Rose Burns character's name? Um Helen. Helen, yeah. Yeah, which Helen's like the beautiful like new best friend. Mm-hmm. And you know what, truth be told, I've been an Annie in a maybe not at a bridal party or an engagement party, but Really? Yeah, oh, I feel like we just How? talked about like this. Me- wait. Yeah, I feel wait, like to who? No, but- just just one look. <laughs> I'm <laughs> um, sorry. Um, but no, her scene's so good. I love um, I love when she starts singing That's What Friends Are For. Yeah. Randomly. <laughs> they both have to pitch it. It's like funny because it's like uh, you kind of, you get Annie's perspective a lot because you're like, wait a minute. Who is this person? Mm-hmm. And like, you know, she seems kind of like normal at first. And then I feel like Helen does kind of maybe egg her on or something. So there's like this competition. Like you can tell they're both kind of like 
competing for this friendship. And Yeah. I felt like right off the bat, you can tell that Helen, you can tell her fakeness. You know, mm-hmm. she like you meet her and she's super nice. And then she goes, oh, you're so cute. Like, I feel like that's such a, a liner that a lot of fake people use. And it's like it just progresses from there. It's also like um, maybe patronizing, like to say someone's sure. cute. Probably condescending. Yeah. Yeah. I love the Melissa McCarthy intro when she gives the whole dolphin spiel. But then she's also like, is that your husband? And it's just some random black guy. (laughs) She's like, I'm going to climb him like a tree. He's not. I still quote, I'm going to climb him like a tree. Yeah. You really? Oh, yeah. That's in my (laughs) wheelhouse. This movie is very quotable. Oh, my God. I feel like I can quote probably 60% of the film. So much, especially the airplane scene. Yes, that's what I was gonna say. I'm okay. <laughs> yes, yes. There's, I mean, help me. I'm poor. <laughs> you know, like all that stuff. Definitely. What is this civil rights? It's the 90s. <laughs> <laughs> like, no, you're in the wrong decade. Yeah. And then the flight attendant, he was from the Groundlings as well. Stove. Um, Stove. Yep. Do you want appliance? Yeah. He, yeah. I don't know if I if he was there when I was there, but I just have seen I know he's on the ground links too. So it's like everyone. I, yeah, this cast was so carefully picked. I love it. I love Terry Crews being like a I guess he's like doing some boot camp thing in the park, but that was kind of a cool cameo. Yeah, like like a Barry's boot camp. Mm-hmm. So good. Which I love. Oh, go ahead. That's okay. Oh, I just love Annie and Lillian's friendship so much. Like in the beginning when they are at the Terry Crews boot camp, just like freeloading, trying to sneak a workout class. I don't don't know. Just I love their friendship. Yeah. Which like that makes me think. So they did that and they went to breakfast all before work. So I was like, what time did they get up to do this? And the sun is already out. So it's like, how does that work? Yeah. Does Lillian have like a work from home situation yeah, before that was a thing? Job exactly? Do we know? I don't know. What is her job? I think she was an assistant for someone because she talks about, I don't want to go pick up your lamps or something like that. Oh, yeah. 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 That was, yeah, that was never re- really clear. Yeah. They kind of focus more on Annie's, I guess, her situation, like her job. And yeah. 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 It also kind of shows like, I like the idea that Lillian has this quote unquote perfect job. That's kind of amorphous Mm -hmm. because it's like how probably Annie feels on the inside, just like Lillian's Mm -hmm. perfect with her perfect job and now a fiance and I don't, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Have you guys ever been a bridesmaid? Never. Mm -hmm. I mean, I'll be one soon. Oh yeah. But or a maid of honor, I guess. Oh, yeah, yeah. pressure's on. Yeah. <laughs> I know I'm going to like make some speech. Nikki, please do not bring like a random best friend. <laughs> I will just gonna, so you can recreate that scene. <laughs> have like a meltdown. <laughs> I was a bridesmaid uh, last September and it was like a whole production. It like took a year to get this whole thing going. And I thought, I was like, are we going to have like a little rivalry? Like, is it going to be kind of juicy like this movie? <laughs> yeah. Um, was it? It's not as... I mean, it obviously just depends, but it wasn't as juicy as I was hoping. <laughs> gotcha. 
I feel like I've always heard stories, but never any like close and personal ones, mm-hmm. which is a shame. It's a shame. And we still haven't. Yeah. Well, maybe now's your time to start. <laughs> <laughs> to start some drama. <laughs> I mean, I was a maid of honor for my aunt's wedding, which was very awkward because I didn't know why. Like I was like 17. Really? But I, yes. Yeah. I, I did give the speech and I killed it. I used it as my stand-up special. Oh, nice. And I just really killed it. Really? That's so funny. See, I don't ever want to be a maid of honor because of the speech. Because I cannot do a speech in front of people. Would you be like Kristen Wiig? She's like, I just want to say I'm so happy for you both. Because yeah, it was yeah. a short speech when you yeah. think about it. Yeah, that'd probably be me. Because I am not good at making jokes. Or I think I just get so nervous and feel like, I'd have to be so perfect. And I'd be like, I'll just give that to someone else. Yeah. There's always one person that like secretly wants to be a stand up and would just probably take over. Oh, what I was going to say is that scene with Helen and Annie fighting over the mic at the party. It reminds me, Helen gives a lot of, have you seen the SNL sketch with Kristen Wiig, Penelope? Penelope. Yes. She's like, um, yeah. She's yeah. Penelope. Yeah. Yeah. She literally is. The whole movie she is because yes. what like when they give the bridal shower gifts, you know, mm-hmm. Annie gives her cute childhood, you know, box thing. And then Helen goes, oh, well, I'm going to take you to Paris, you know, yeah. lesbians. <laughs> We're all thinking. Right? I love that scene so much. It is so funny. The build up to that meltdown. It's crazy. Yeah. The fucking cookie and <laughs> it's taken over by the heart shaped cookie. Yeah. Like, I can't imagine how fun that was to film just to break everything and throw things. Cause I feel as an adult, you cannot behave that way in real life. Right. It's cringy. Yeah. But I mean, seeing it on screen and seeing Kristen do it, it's so funny. I love it. The yeah. intrusive thoughts just. <laughs> well. <laughs> It is so true. Like all her, like your intrusive thoughts, Annie is just like the embodiment of that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It was just built up and it was like, I have to let this go. (laughs) I mean, even when she drives into the party and she's like wanting to hate on it the whole time. And the guy at the front gates gives her the lemonade and she's like, that shit's fresh. (laughs) She's angry about it. (laughs) Which that lemonade did look delicious. That's actually the hardest blow, I think. Not the stealing of ideas. It's that everything Annie like has a very sweet idea and Helen just because she has the means Mm -hmm. and just yeah, just the means. She it's not even she does something different. It's like she has to do it like ten times better than Annie could. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that's like when Annie brings them to the dress shop and she can't get them in. And then Helen goes, Hey, Whitney. Like, and then they're like, oh, just come on in because you know Helen. You know, it's the constant one-upping. Yeah. I think it's interesting, too, because they show, like, there's such a discrepancy, like, financially between Mm -hmm. Helen and Annie. And it's kind of sad because it's, like, you can tell Annie's struggling. Like, her butt, like, I think they show a check where she only got, like, two, maybe 350 for her. I don't know if it's from her job or what, but you can just tell, like, she doesn't have a lot of money to spend. So there's that aspect that no one seems to take into account it seems or maybe she doesn't share maybe she's prideful or something but like yeah you know there's that which i feel like well like the post recession like her cupcake business is defunct and yeah like talking about the 
the dress shopping scene before that Annie takes them to this Brazilian restaurant. Uh huh. I feel like it's the scene. Yeah. (laughs) The scene always gets me. Which, what are our thoughts on the bridal scene? Because I think in retrospect, people are not as big of a fan, but I remember at the time, marketing wise, this was bridesmaids. Like Maya Rudolph shitting in the street was yeah, bridesmaids. Yeah. yeah. Or the sitting on the sink and <laughs> sink. letting it rip. <laughs> don't look at me. Don't come in here. Yeah. It's like the idea that women can be gross. They can throw up and it can be funny. You know, I think a lot of reviews maybe during that time were like, women shouldn't be th- shown throwing up or yeah. in the street. And I think that's where a lot of the backlash when that film came out came from. And it's like, well, if guys were doing it, it would be funny. So why can't girls do it? I definitely feel like it broke some barriers. For sure. We wouldn't have a girls trip, probably. True. Yeah. Yeah. I I like how they didn't show the bachelorette party, you know, because they were supposed to go to Vegas. And I think they maybe didn't want to compete with the hangover party. I don't think they have like a... I haven't seen I'm that. just realizing that we actually didn't see that because we see them like traveling, but yeah. it's just hitting me now. We actually didn't. Yeah. yeah. And then it- to your, yeah, to your point, it's really smart that they didn't show that though, to not to really cross wires with the hangover so much. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This is like everything, but right. The bachelorette party. But that's not important. This like, yeah, it's a wedding film, but it's not really about the wedding or the parties. It's about the friendship and all the things that go wrong. <laughs> with the wedding yes there's so much chaos in this movie yeah. like like the annie lillian love story or friendship story is mm-hmm. like the heart of the film it like is the beating heart of yeah. bridesmaids yes i agree yeah but back to the bridal shop scene <laughs> for a hot sec i think it's so funny when helen who didn't eat the Brazilian food, but everyone else did when everyone else starts to get sick and Kristen Wiggs, like I'm not sick and she's sweating yeah, profusely. Yeah. And when Helen feeds her the Jordan almond, she's like just trying to choke it down. Yeah, she's like, I think I'm hungry. Actually, I feel great. <laughs> and you can tell she looks so uncomfortable. Uh, the Fritz Brunets, the oh, yeah. purple dresses mm-hmm. are actually really pretty for bridesmaids dresses. Low key. $800. Which I cannot imagine dropping that much for a dress. You could always crop it and make it a mini True. dress. True. I would never have that um, foresight, though. I would probably just get rid of it. But honestly, try to sell it somewhere and get half of the money back. Yeah, truly. What is a good bridesmaid's dress, though? Do you make them look ugly? Do you make them look great? Like, what's the vibe? <laughs> I feel like nowadays, I don't know, something like kind of flowy and, you know, not like a pencil skirt, you know, something that might be in style for a while. And obviously something where you could wear to another event. That's my opinion. But I think a lot of times people are doing it where you just have a certain color and then you just get your own dress. It's a vibe. Yeah. That makes sense. I like that. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, not play like dictator <laughs> puppet master with your friends. Right. <laughs> right. It's like I don't want to spend a fortune on a dress that I'm only going to wear once. Yeah. And I would love to- Oh, go ahead. And pockets. 
my bridesmaid dress had a pocket. Hey, pockets, and it was so nice. So definitely, so would, you, would you go with Annie's? Just like simple yeah, dress. I, like, I actually like, did like Annie's the best because it was flowy. It was shorter. I honestly thought that was the cutest one. Everything she said, it was. <laughs> <laughs> it was. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, I feel like as long as I had like approval, I'd be fine with any dress. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because some people might, I don't know, you have that one loose cannon friend who, <laughs> you know, wears her Fashion Nova and you might be like, okay. So. Oh, yeah, like kind of, you got to make it look like you're part of the wedding party. We talked about Rose Byrne as Helen, but I love Rose Byrne. I think she's an underrated actor who's really funny. Yeah. Yeah. I just want to give Rose Byrne her flowers for a second because she's great. And have you seen Spy? Have you can see Spy? I have not. Yeah. Melissa McCarthy. Uh-huh. Oh, wait. Yes, I have. Yeah. Maybe I have. Yeah. Rose Byrne stands out to me she's in that movie. Movie. I don't remember that. Where's her rewatch? Um, she's one of the main characters, I think okay <laughs> yeah i definitely feel like i've seen her in things and i always like her like i know yeah. she's in the insidious movies mm-hmm. which i really loved her there i always get those confused with the conjuring and like via formica <laughs> oh yeah yeah that is a whole nother cinematic universe oh man i'm just so nostalgic nowadays for like early 2010s entertainment yeah like it was just a great time you got like the comedies like bridesmaids and then like the conjurings and insidious is yeah i don't really watch new movies that come out i'm trying to i know (laughs) anyone gonna see wonka wonka no (laughs) no no i'm so intrigued by it I'm, you know what? I won't be surprised if like Christmas Eve, I pull the like, hey fam, are you guys busy? Like, are you know, like we're all bored. Let's go see Wonka. I mean, I'd rather see Wonka than, I don't know, it's like an action movie because it's a musical, right? Yeah. Okay. I didn't realize it was a musical. Well, they're not marketing it. Have you guys read this like big thing nowadays where like with Wonka and like the Mean Girls movie, like they're not, promoting them as musicals because test audiences say that they don't like musicals. Yeah, and there's just, a part of me that's like, oh, now that I know, I don't know. If I wanna... Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. And then I have seen people complain, being like, by the way, they're going to sing a lot. <laughs> but <laughs> I usually like musicals, though. I just don't know how I feel about Wonka singing. You know what I mean? I mean, we've already kind of had the Tim Burton one was kind of like a musical. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Sorry, not to go on too much of a Wonka tangent. I know. That's an edibles watch. Yeah, it really is. I mean, I uh, like Timothy. He's easy on the eyes. Like, yeah. Uh, I obviously love Timothy Chalamet. Oh, yeah. oh yeah, you have a pillow, right? <laughs> yeah, there he is. Yes. I'll take it to see Wonka and fall asleep. <laughs> there you go. Which, yeah. how do you guys feel about him dating Kylie Jenner? Love it. It's interesting. I don't know. I not see it coming. I yeah. I'm like, is it real? Like it's wild. Yeah. I love the wild card move. Like I, you know, I picture him with like a Sir Ronan or something. But I love that he's like, no, I'm 
Just Kylie Jenner. Yeah. Yeah. I think she's a major change from Travis Scott. So I think, I mean, that was probably a good thing, honestly. Yeah, for sure. I feel like I'm just blinded by Timothy Chalamet, though. Yeah. I'm like, whatever he does, I'm like, <laughs> it's a great. great choice. <laughs> I love the rumor that he gave, like, when he went to school, like, all of NYU chlamydia. What? I didn't hear that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's like a thing. <laughs> if, if you I Google it, <laughs> if you Google Timothy Chalamet NYU, it'll pop up. Really? Okay. So huh. that's my like Roman Empire. All the time I'm like on TikTok, it's like the algorithm knows that I just want to hear the like the story about random girls who went to like NYU in 2014. That's crazy. Did he graduate from there? I don't think so. I think he might have gone for a semester, but I don't believe I know he went to like LaGuardia, that school with like with like Lourdes Leone, Madonna's daughter, and everything. So Okay. I think it was just a trickle-down effect. <laughs> Interesting. How? But I don't know how to feel. <laughs> if I could make that transition to be like, speaking of chlamydia, speaking if only. Of- <laughs> <laughs> no, but speaking of musicals, the ending scene with Wilson Phillips. So yes. I have to- Hold on. Yeah, that is another stable like karaoke song. Which is funny because I don't know when they were famous, like their peak. But, you know, it's an older song. And yeah. it's just, it's so funny, like a 12-year-old listening to that song. Yeah, I feel like I didn't really know who Wilson Phillips was until this movie. But oh, I definitely didn't. I did, speaking of 12-year-olds listening to this song, or like earlier, and this is one of those dentist songs. Oh. Like every time as a kid I'd go to the dentist, they'd play like, the 90s, 80s, 90s, and today. Uh-huh. And the song was like a staple. <laughs> That's so funny. I know they do it in Glee. Did you guys watch Glee? Oh, yeah. Okay. Not really, but yeah. Okay. That was the they first couple it. seasons were, were my jam. Yeah. Yeah. It was when Demi Lovato was on Glee. And oh. that's like, I don't know, season five or six. And they sing that song. And that was a couple years after this movie had come out. And I was like, why do I know this song? And I was like, oh, it's in Bridesmaids. Duh. Duh. I know. It's it. I love that song. Like how it encapsulates everything at the end. Just it's so perfect. It's fun seeing like Annie and Lillian just literal dance, literal dancing. Yeah. Throwback to when they were 16. <laughs> yeah. There's no better feeling in the world than like singing a really cheesy like 80s or 90s song and literal dancing with your best friend yes which did you guys know that in the at the end of the wedding they show the audience and paul feig is in the audience oh did you know that no i've seen this film a hundred times and last night i just noticed that he they show him as he's next to becca's husband and I was like, no way. How many times have I seen this and not realized that he's in the audience? Oh, wow. That's cool. I love, that. I love like seeing the promotional photos for this film. And there's one of them with all the ladies and Paul Feig just like posing. And it's like the <laughs> cutest thing. I was going to say, I love all of his other films. Like A Simple Favor. Have you seen that? Oh, yes. 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 Yeah, I think we talked about that recently for whatever reason. That's um, the one with um, uh, Blake, Lively. Blake Lively. Yeah. Yeah. I loved that film. 
What else? He oh he did Ghostbusters. The 2016? Yeah, the evil one, uh, which is funny. So so divisive. I know. People got mad about that film. I enjoyed it. I I didn't see a problem. I was like, I I thought it was funny. I haven't seen the original ones with Bill Murray, but I thought this one was fine. Yeah. Yeah, I think it exists, I feel. Like, they're so different. There's so much time between them. Like, I don't know. Why be upset? Yeah, it's also like maybe it's a generational thing because I don't have a strong connection to the older Ghostbusters. But I was just like, oh, yeah, a lady's doing it. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. And Chris Hemsworth is in it, too. So a little himbo. (laughs) I love him. I don't know. I had no problem. But yeah, put a lot of like grown men. (laughs) Yeah. Panties into a twist. I know. It's like you guys got your your version. Let us have yeah. ours. There's like two of them too. I think, right? Yeah, like two, two or, or three. All of them, yeah, yeah. Which I haven't seen, but <laughs> they're good. I do I think, think they're I, good. But yeah, I think I tried watching it. I was like, this is kind of boring. <laughs> I liked the first one, but yeah, no real connection. I'm sure if it was if they tried to do like a men's bridesmaids, I might have like a problem. <laughs> Groomsmen. Yeah, crooms. Uh, doesn't have as good of a ring. I think that's a flop. Yeah. Which I'm glad that they didn't do a sequel to this film. Because a lot of times sequels flop. And I think it just made sense to end it where it ended. Yeah. I don't know if you could recapture the magic. I mean, this I movie's agree. so perfect. Yeah. Like, just leave it alone. Yeah. I agree. I also think, like, the bridesmaids effect... Like, it would have made it a little less special. Because, because like, it was oversaturated with, like, the hangover effect. Where they made, like, three of those movies. And, like, every movie now was, like, a bunch of dudes doing raunchy things. So, I feel like this movie is probably so highly regarded even today. Like, 12 years later. Because they didn't try to recapture the magic. Yeah. It's just perfect. Yeah. And I mean, unless they could get all of the bridesmaids back into the second movie, like it would be weird if they try to replace some of them. Yeah, it wouldn't be right. And then like, what would be the message? Like, I feel like this movie is kind of inspirational. Like, it's kind of cool to see someone pull themselves out of like a depression period, you know, and make the best of things and be okay. I feel like Annie maybe struggles with change, which I feel like is a relatable thing. Mm -hmm. Um. But I don't know what would be the conflict, you know, like she makes up with Helen. You know what I'm saying? Like, what would they do? Yeah. Like, would they, I don't know, prepare for another event going on, like a baby shower or something. But yeah. Yeah. Just leave it alone. (laughs) For sure. Which I do love that scene when Annie is having her pity party and Melissa McCarthy comes in with like her nine dogs and gives her a pep talk. She's like, this is life. It's beating you up. And she just like tackles her. Yeah, that's such a good scene. And the dogs. I don't, is that a thing in Paris to give away puppies? Like, I don't know. Or if that was just like some random over the top detail that Helen thought was necessary. Pretty sure. Yeah, I'm I think she's just sure. being extra. She's because she can. <laughs> taking yeah in the scene where they're annie's leaving and melissa like drives by and is like i got nine dogs like why yeah it's a lot 
I love it. I love all of Melissa McCarthy's choices. Like even her like romance with the guy who plays her husband in real life on the plane. Air Marshal. Yeah. Yeah. I love when he makes cameos because it's almost in every film that she does. He just shows up somewhere. Yes. I love that. I love, I love a duo. Yes. Which speaking of a duo, like on the plane, the lady by Annie having the freak out is that best friend. Yeah. 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 I also loved how in the film you see Becca and Rita bond. So yeah. Yeah. I love that. Like pine needles. You're like Cinderella. (laughs) I feel like that's a quote I've seen a lot too. Yeah. Cause they are really polar opposites, you know, cause one is really raunchy married has kids has done the thing and then the other one is a newlywed and is like probably an adult what disney adult she's a yeah, disney she's adult definitely <laughs> disney adult and then they just like end up bonding and making out on the airplane i love it yeah everyone goes through some type of journey in this movie yes mm-hmm. also like disney adults for one second thoughts on a disney adult <laughs> i mean you do you. Yeah. But, yeah. I don't know. I'm I'm not. I was never really a Disney person. Like the Mickey Mouse stuff. Mm-hmm. But yeah. I feel like I know a lot of Disney adults. Like I am a magnet to them. <laughs> I, th- I Wait, think it's funny when people say like, I'm Disney adults scare me. <laughs> They scare they're me. terrifying but i love i like what um what is her name the is it rita yeah because i feel we, like yeah i feel like i'm like the non-married non with kids version of rita to disney adults where i'm like let me corrupt you like yes i like toy story but let's <laughs> yeah her line was like everyone needs those slutty college years mm-hmm. i feel like that is me yeah. <laughs> like can we talk about her relationship with Chris O'Dowd, Officer Rhodes. Oh, yeah. They have, like, a meet-cute, pretty much. Like, I love their meet-cute. He pull pulls her over <laughs> for driving recklessly, and she's, like, mocking Helen. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. Um, he thinks she's, like, drunk initially, and she's like, but if I was drunk, can I do this? And starts, like, to dance. <laughs> and then, yeah, using the... She wasn't really trying to get out of the ticket. She was just really sad. I was like, yeah, yeah my business shut down and my boyfriend broke up with me. And then he's like, oh, well. But he remembered Cake Baby. Yeah. He's like, wait a minute. So you're Cake Baby. Had they met before? Could have? Maybe. They could have had one of those like invisible string kind yeah. of moments. Yeah. Oh, I, I think it's a perfect date when they run into each other at the convenience store and he has the ugly carrot and they like sit on the cop car and do like the speed gun. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. It's like yeah. perfect. Yeah. Also, my like version of therapy is watching the scene where Kristen Wig is making the cupcake for herself after the time with Rhodes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And paper bag by Fiona Apple's playing. And which <laughs> is like it. Yeah. It's yeah. like she's finally trying to bake again she's getting her magic back yeah do you think she actually made those petals because you know Kristen Wiig 
Yeah. They have those close-up shots where she's painting the dough. Like, do you think she really made that? Hmm. I don't know. I mean, I don't know what Kristen Wiig's skills are. <laughs> what she's capable of. of. Yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I think there's like an expert cake maker on set that pops <laughs> in. I don't know. It's like, maybe they're really good at editing different hands in the club. Yeah, I wonder. I didn't look that closely at her hands. I know. Usually I'm, I feel like I'm just so bought into this movie where I would usually be analytical, but yeah. Yeah. I think she did have an art background. So yes, I would. Yeah. I like to believe it. (laughs) I feel like it might hurt me to think that it wasn't (laughs) like Annie made those cakes. (laughs) It's real. I believe it to be real. The carrot cake that she made. I'm sorry. sorry. Yeah. Oh. Which I live for an I'm sorry cake. Like between this one and then in the Princess Diaries, the like pizza with the Uh M&M's spelling out I'm sorry. Yes. So cute. I love how like Officer Rhodes just leaves it outside though for the raccoons (laughs) for days. Like it's. He's like, F you. I know. You're watching from the shadows. (laughs) Oh, or when um she's trying to find Lillian and getting his attention with Helen and she's oh, just driving by. Yes. Yeah, that scene cracks me up. Yeah. I don't think I'd ever have the balls to do that. Even if yeah. it was my friend. It's like, Definitely not even like hit the car. Like when she like <laughs> taps his vehicle, like I don't know. I can kind of relate to that. Really? <laughs> like Loki. Oh yeah. I don't, well, you know this about me when, when I'm trying to get someone's attention, when rage takes over, <laughs> I'll pull an Annie. <laughs> oh, Bree's probably been the Helen. <laughs> like I feel sick. <laughs> She's like fully fast and furious style, like doing like car maneuvers. Yeah. yeah. I love when she like drives by with like gangster music and like the seats back. Yeah. Wait, do you remember the scene where she's working at the jewelry store and the girl comes in? Have you seen the long version of that scene? Yes. It's so good. The 10 minutes of just riffing. It's like so good. I love that you're really popular, you know? (laughs) Sure, you really are. Yeah, that actress is talented. What has she been in? Uh, I think she was in maybe in Tammy. I think she had like a thirty-second scene, but other than that, I don't know. She looks so familiar, so but I can't pinpoint it. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. Wouldn't it be a, like? Guys, you wouldn't believe this. But she's the voice of Ursula. She's the voice of Ursula. Her too. Um, But Tammy. Is Tammy a rewatch? Like a revisit? Is that... Does it hold up? I don't know. It's like... It's more of like a a mother-daughter kind of film, right? From what my memory, I, Melissa McCarthy, like right after this film, which she does get nominated for an Academy Award for, yeah, which is bonkers. This is wild. <laughs> I mean, deserving though. I I love it. Um, but she's inescapable for the whole 2010s. Yeah, I feel like she was in so many movies. Um, 
What was that other one like with Sandra Bullock? Oh, the Heat. The Heat. Another Paul Feig. Yes. Um, she was in Spy. She was in Identity Theft with Jason yeah. Bateman. Yes. Yes, that's that is a rewatch. I love that one. I remember preferring that to Tammy, but it's been a while. I definitely prefer Identity Thief. Yeah. I do remember going to see like Happy Time Murders and being like, I think I've witnessed the end of like the Melissa McCarthy era. I was like, this I is a time. I saw that. But didn't she um, go in the, the redo of Gilmore Girls? She I don't think. Oh, is she in the. The I don't you're in life is she I don't think she's in a year in the life oh thanks <laughs> yeah but I don't know she was Ursula in the new <laughs> reboot of Little Mermaid <laughs> that was just true full circle yeah, yeah I don't think I've really seen any Melissa McCarthy movies lately uh, I think bring her back yeah she was in what Starlink it was a Netflix film it was like, I don't know, a drama. Oh. I saw the ads with a, what's her face? Ma. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Octavia Octavia. Oh my God. I'm so sorry to Octavia Spencer that I'm like, <laughs> like I know Ma. her from Ma. <laughs> I know her from help. So yes. Way better than Ma, even though Ma is iconic in its own ways. I feel like I just love this movie. Like I love the message in this movie. Like I like how it's all wrapped up. Like I love Wilson Phillips at the end. You know, holding on for one more day seems to kind of be the message. Just things will go your way, you know, eventually. (laughs) Break free from the chains. Yeah. And like you are your own problem, but you're also your solution. Solution. That's what I always take away from this film. Like the most, I think that and the friendship. Like, I don't know. Yeah. It's just a feel good film. It really is. Yeah. You might hate this person, but put up with them long enough and you might like them. You might go to yeah. rock and sushi together. Yeah. It is cool how um, Annie comes around to Helen eventually. Like, they come around to each other. Mm-hmm. Just, it takes time. It takes a long time. Yeah, long it time. takes until Helen to finally break down the facade of my life is perfect. And yeah. just break down and be like, okay, I, like... Lillian is my only friend. I'm sorry. I've been an asshole. But I have no female friends, and this is why I act the way I do. Yeah. And then they can kind of be friends. <laughs> or work. Yeah, there, there's, like, some meeting in the middle, which I, I think Bridesmaids is, like, one of my comfort movies. Me so too. it's a... It's funny that you suggested this and you were like, have you ever seen Bridesmaids? And I'm like, Brie and I yes. based our whole like <laughs> friendship on this movie. We love it yeah. so much. But I, as I watch it and as I grow older, there's a new appreciation because it is a raunchy comedy, but there's so like, there's those characters are so well-developed and the message is so much more nuanced Mm-hmm. Then I think just a typical, like, raunchy friend, like, buddy comedy. It, yeah. There's something about this film that really, they hit the nail on the head with the female friendships aspect of this film. And I, I just, I don't think there's been a film like it. Yeah. It's special. Yeah. 
I agree. Again, it's a wedding film, but it's not about the bride and the groom. It's about mm-hmm. childhood friends and frenemies. Yeah, it's even cool to see like Megan, like Melissa Carthy, McCarthy's character become friends with Annie. Like, you know, it's just like all these women spending time together. Like they eventually, like, I don't know. It's just kind of neat to see. Yeah, they all bond over they this. They all bond. There's one person, Lillian, who they all know. And then they create new friendships. Yeah. They're all a little fucked up and weird, but that's like what makes them really special. Yeah, because exactly. they are all so different, too. Yeah. Yeah. And they like, I don't think they really knew each other before the wedding because they were all from different aspects of Lillian's life. And then they all bond. <laughs> Thinking about it now, I'm like, maybe I do want to see a bridesmaids, too. <laughs> <laughs> Bring them <No>. back. <laughs> that would be so no. weird if they did randomly or even just like an SNL sketch, you know? Yeah. If they just somehow brought back. At least lower yeah. Oh, I would love to see that. I would love, I would eat up a Barb and Star 2 yes. with the Bridesmaids cast, uh-huh. just as different wacky characters. Yeah. yeah. Just yeah. something where they can play off each other again. Yeah. Maybe something entirely different, but just get that cast back together. <laughs> oh, and, what would you rate it? Oh, yeah. What would you rate it? Oh, out of what's the highest number? 10? 5? 10. Yeah. 10? Oh, 10. Five or 10. Or, well, you know. 10. The highest okay. that you can get. Yeah, absolutely. So one film that I can watch every single time and not get sick of. Yes. What about you, Brie? 10. 10. It, it never disappoints. Yeah. Same. It's an easy 10. Like 10 wonky carrots <laughs> for me. Yes. Yeah. Timeless. 10 um gosh i don't know like i'm like dresses that are soiled <laughs> soiled dresses, soiled dresses. <laughs> yeah is that a good thing or a bad it's thing a good thing <laughs> it sounds bad but <laughs> it's one of the best parts of the movie it really is well thank you guys so much for listening Uh, Rate and review us on Apple, Spotify, wherever you listen to podcasts. And thank you so much, Grace, for being on. And please come on again. Yeah, we'd love to have you again. Thank you. Bye. Bye. (laughs) A Huda Media Production. I totally cut you off there. It's okay.